guys, welcome to On the Flip Side. I'm your host, Minnie. And I'm Emily. This is a podcast where two friends with opposing lifestyles share their opinions and experiences as young adults living in Australia. On today's episode, we'll be sharing our MBTI and how that plays a role in our friendship. My one has a little bit of a story. (laughs) (laughs) You remember we had to take that personality test back in year 10? Yeah, I do. I remember we all had to sit in like in the, I think it was the gym at the time. Yeah. And everyone just sat. It was like NAPLAN, but we were doing like some random personality test. I can't even remember what it was for. Yeah, no, it was for like our careers, like path, choice, helping. I don't know. I had literally no idea what that was even for because it literally, I don't think it helped anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so I got an ESFP and I just remember I was feeling a little bit flabbergasted because um. The results told me that I was 49% introverted and 51% extroverted. And um, I think it's safe to say that everybody was really shocked. was really shocked. Till this day, literally no one believes me when I tell them that, like, I'm 49% introverted, 51% extroverted. And unless you kind of know me well, literally nobody believes me. Some people are just fully convinced that I'm 100% extroverted or something. <laughs> but like enough. we know, like you know that I'm like at home all the time. I'm pretty. I have my very, very introverted moments here and there. Yeah. And then around end of year twelve ish, I think it was year twelve. There was this period in time when um, there were like everybody was just going on to everybody was really into taking personality tests online and um so I rode on the trend and I kept on getting ENFPs from various different websites so I just thought oh then I must be an ENFP and supposedly ENFPs are cheerful and supportive friends you know who are nearly always up to light-hearted banters and and always love a deep heartfelt emotional discussion about everything and anything and I was like that description align pretty well with my personality so um here's where the story time begins so basically there was this instagram story thing that was going on where everybody was posting i guess my mbti um poll and so i was like oh my gosh i want to try that this looks so interesting and for whatever reason i was like let me first go into 16 personalities and get the latest update obviously 16 personalities is not an accurate test and it um so i don't know what i was thinking but i did that and i was told that i was an i and fp i was like Ugh. <laughs> like excuse me Hi. Yeah, I I told everybody I was like I'm no longer an extrovert. I'm an introvert, and everybody was like the website's lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that that's a fraud that website is a fraud like because you are not an introvert and I was like okay but I still posted it on, on my story literally everybody replied they're like you're lying to me <laughs> and then I told my brother that I was an INFP and he was like oh well no so he gave me this supposedly more accurate website and I tried this test and the questions were so hard that I barely understood what it was saying and I was like wow like do I not know how to read or like I'm just really stupid because I was not understanding anything and which is why which was probably probably why I was resulted with an ENFJ and I was like dot 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 well I'm definitely not a J but moving on, although I wish I was because my favorite character in One Piece, Shanks, is an ENFJ. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I felt like I lied to everybody, but at the center, it was like so funny and shocking at the same time. So I thought it would be really interesting to see the response and like to see how many people would actually think that I was like an introvert. And it was really funny because like, complete strangers or like people who I didn't really know like didn't know as in like I've never met them before you know I didn't actually know who they were and they probably didn't know who I was they were the only ones who really guessed that I was an I nobody guessed that I was an I like nobody close to me guessed that I was an I and everybody you know everybody who I knew personally was like you're definitely an extrovert but what's really interesting is that even when I was told that I was an introvert, um, it said that I was 53% introverted and 47% extroverted. So it's, you know, it was all really close to that 50-50 mark, which was why, honestly, my initial um, reaction was that this partially made some sense because we were stuck in lockdown and I was home for so long like basically the whole second half of this year I was like well this could actually make some sense uh but at the same time even if it's like one percent more I definitely do think I am an extrovert (laughs) so now my MBTI comes down to either an ESFP or an ENFP from my very limited knowledge in this whole MBTI um, realm rather than a personality type it's more of a cognitive function type um, and I it's actually not meant to change that often or that easily so I have this gut feeling well not gut feeling I feel like I am more of an S as in like I am more of an ESFP but I refuse to be an ESFP because Cora from Legends of Cora is an ESFP. Am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> because I definitely We don't. are on Team Avatar Aang. We are on Team Avatar The Last Airbender forever. Period. <laughs> and so I'm just going to tell people and I'm going to just make sure that I am an ENFP, not an ESFP. <laughs> Do you know who else are ENFPs? No. Phoebe from Friends. Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Pinkie Pie from My Little Pony. 
Naruto, Avatar Aang, Phil Dunphy from Modern Family, <laughs> and get ready for this, King freaking Julian. <laughs> oh my gosh. King Julian. But what, what is it? Wow. Madagascar? <laughs> yeah, I love Madagascar. I actually watched it the other day. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm literally like all the comedy relief characters. <laughs> like I was just True. looking at all the characters and celebrities with my personality type. And I was just like, I'm either comedy relief or the annoying ass freaking characters. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, Jake Peralta and Phil Dunphy, that, they're not too bad. Phil Dunphy's funny. He's a funny guy. Comedy relief. <laughs> true, 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 true. Emily, don't worry. I got you, girl. <laughs> I checked yours too. And you have the same personality type as Captain Freaking America <laughs> and Black Panther and Beasley from The Office, Marge Simpsons from Simpsons. And guess what? I am so freaking. Jealous of you. You have the same personality type as Taeyeon, my favourite singer. Oh. <laughs> Emily doesn't even know who she is. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a boy. No? Okay. Wow. So basically, you have all the cool people, and I just have all the annoying comedy relief people. Yay for me. I love that so much. I love that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, obviously I know yours, but please do share your personality type with our listeners. Sure. So after I did the personality test, it basically came up saying that I was an ISFJ. And to be honest, like I said before, I still don't really have a clue about what all these abbreviations mean. But when I researched into it, it was describing those kind of people as dependable, loyal, and trustworthy, who find a deep sense of satisfaction in working hard to achieve their goals, which I feel like is, is pretty accurate for me. And in terms of friendship, it was talking about how they're not particularly picky about what personality types they make friends with, at least not initially. But because they prefer to avoid conflict, most of their friends are likely to end up being people with fairly similar personalities, which does make sense in terms of my life too. And they say that they have a very small, close group of friends and they place a high value on the close friendships and are always willing to support and care for people whom they're close to, which I think is is quite accurate to say that and it also kind of ties in to our friendship because I mean we have like zero hobbies in common and that kind of thing but in terms of our personality and morals we are very similar in that sense so that could potentially explain why we being very different people have been able to stay close friends and I've always said that it's much better to have a very small, close group of friends who you can rely on a lot versus having lots of really like superficial friends. 
Yeah, that's actually something I literally live by as well. Having like a small group of super close friends that you can actually really, really trust and you have a genuine connection with than um, having a lot of superficial and, you know, fake friends. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think it just, it's just so much, like, how do people live with having so many friends that you can't actually trust? Like, they're only friends for, like, appearances sake. That's so stupid, I feel like. Yeah, I just think it's a, a waste of time. Yeah, some exactly. People, I feel some people, they just want to feel in themselves, like they have a very big friendship group. So mm. what makes them feel secure is knowing that they have like 20 or 30 people that they can go out with on a night and that kind of thing but yeah, then they, when, when it when it comes to the point where you actually really need help or advice you have like no one that you could go to to ask mm. and for me I'd prefer to have like two three four five people that I could always go to whenever I wanted whether it was to actually have a, like a deep conversation or to go out and have fun and I feel like it's very important to have at least one or two people in your life where you can do that with. Yeah, definitely. You know, since we read about our personalities and how uh, and how it like supposedly um, or how we're supposedly are like in a relationship and in you know friendships in theory. How we find ourselves close friends because we just we just talked about how um, we prefer to have a small group of really close friends that we can trust rather than having lots of you know superficial friends. So how did we find such a trustworthy and small group of close friends? Because my supposedly my personality type. Um, it says, at times, however, they may struggle with the suspicion that they care more about their friends than their friends care about them. And I have to admit that, yeah, like when I was younger, like early high school, maybe that could have affected me a little bit. Not that could have, that did affect me a little bit because, you know me, I'm really clingy and I'm really like, what's it called? Not just like, physically but emotionally I get emotionally attached to people really quickly and um I love to hug my friends I love to link arms when we're walking those sort of things but I noticed that a lot of my friends like a lot of my close friends they don't like to hug people they don't like linking arms they don't really like physical touching right yeah yeah but that was something that I had to sort of understand and um realize that I shouldn't be judging people off of based off of my standards and everybody is so different in the way they express themselves yeah I was just going to say that I think that um, everyone shows affection and shows that they care in slightly different ways like Mm -hmm. you've just said that you you really like to show physical affection and that kind of thing and I am not like that I I'm not always about like linking arms when you walk and that kind of thing but all of my close friends know that um I I will always be around if anyone ever needs anything for me and if if you need to talk to me about something I'll always be there to talk about that and I feel like that's more of a way that I show 
um, how much I care about people is because I always, I, I'm always there for them, like to talk to more than anything really, and to, just to hang out with. But everyone, everyone's different. And I feel like it's a really important part of friendships and relationships too, is to, to learn what those differences are between people, because then you can actually have an idea of how people think. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, that whole, like, thing was going around the love language thing. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's so important to understand other people's love languages. Um, Over the years, I was able to sort of pick up on the fact that it wasn't that they didn't care for me, but it was just like they cared for me in a different way. And that's something I feel like people with my personality types or who do have these sort of thoughts need to understand that your friends do actually care about you. And it's not that, you know, it's just that they show it in a different way and you need to be able to see that and pick up on that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But in terms of how would you say if you were, if you could describe the ideal friend for you in terms of making a friend what would you say that you look for in terms of of a a good friend um I think for me sense of humor is so important because I don't know that that's just something that I that's a quality I look in look for um in all of my friends my friends are so funny and people who can take a joke is honestly so so important to me but it's really hard because I feel like our group, our, our circle of friends from high school, we're all a bit of a bunch of oddballs because we're all so different. Well, we all like don't really have anything in common. And I, in high school, I sort of had to outsource some of my friends because nobody listened to Korean music or like Asian music in general. And I listened to like Japanese and Chinese music too. I watched K-drama and anime and I literally like nobody from my circle of friends did any of that. So I had to outsource all of those friends. <laughs> um, and I like like now when I'm making friends, I, I think I click the most with people who do have similar interests as me you know I have my k-drama and banhua buddies and I also have friends with a sim with similar music taste so we like share music and send each other music all the time but my closest friends I don't actually remember how we became friends (laughs) like think about it so different so what did we even talk about in the beginning (laughs) Yeah, it just happens true. so naturally and I they think- always say that that the best friendships and relationships like they come from like the weirdest of places or they're always unexpected exactly exactly I totally agree with that I genuinely don't remember how I became friends with most of us um and it's just so random to think about as well yeah well uh, I agree I agree in terms of um making friends with people who have similar like hobbies and interests very similar to me in terms of a lot of my closest friends or just friends in general I've made through sport it's just because you you spend so much time with them doing sport but also you have something to talk about you have a general interest so I feel like that always makes a friendship easier because you always have uh, similar things to talk about Um, so for me that's always been quite easy to make friends associated with sport but along with that I feel like I've always just gravitated towards people 
who are similar to you are funny. Uh, they're kind, like genuine people, and they're just enjoyable to be around. And it doesn't even matter to some extent if they have any um, common interest with you because, or with me, I should say, because like, for example, us, we have zero common interests at all, like absolutely nothing, nothing at all. And yet we still manage to be really good friends. And I feel like that's just because of almost our personalities. I feel like we both get along with each other so well, and it doesn't even matter that we don't have any actual interests or hobbies that align because it still works. Yeah, yeah, true. Something I did notice from us and our group is that, you know, like I mentioned before, we're a bit of like a bunch of oddballs and I feel like we never really try to fit in. Like we're all so different and like and what I mean by fitting in is like, you know, we never try to do anything so like trendy or like change ourselves to fit into like the societal norms of what being popular or like cool you know yeah I I think it's really important and I feel like everyone knows that um it's always good to be true to yourself and you should never feel like you have to change who you are to satisfy someone else and that goes for friendships but also very important in relationships too and I think it's just very stupid and naive for someone to put on like this facade or act just to satisfy someone else and be someone that you actually aren't because at the end of the day you should never have to pretend who you are and more often than not if you do that in a friendship or in a relationship it's always built on someone that you're not and it's a lot less likely that those kind of things Uh, ever gonna last because you almost have to consciously think every time you do or say something like is it going to be this person that I've made out to be whereas if Mm -hmm. you don't if you don't do that then there's there's no worry or stress about that you just simply do what you do you you're yourself yeah no definitely I've had girls tell me before coming to Pimble that I wouldn't you know suit the school and I wouldn't like the girls at Pimble wouldn't like me because of my crazy hyper personality um you know and I have I've always had people kill my mood by asking me why I was laughing when the joke wasn't even that funny or whatever and for me I don't laugh because the, the joke is funny I like the joke itself isn't what usually makes me laugh it's like everything combined together like people's facial expressions like the atmosphere you know the people's reaction to the joke like it just everything mixes together and I'm just like that's just so funny to me and when I'm happy I just laugh you know and it's like it's like for example if someone says a joke and like it's not even funny at all but the awkward silence afterwards that would make you laugh yeah exactly exactly that's why I love bad jokes and really bad jokes because it's just so so stupid it's such a bad joke that it's funny right yeah 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 I get that (laughs) exactly and um yes if I dwell on it a little longer then it could potentially hurt me but I found that because I found such a solid group of friends um, throughout high school, it just didn't bother me at all. And I don't think I ever try to change 
myself because of those comments because I figured that obviously not everybody can like you because technically do you like everybody because I for sure don't like everybody I probably don't even like half the people I know (laughs) and so I was like um you know I can't impress everybody I can't satisfy everybody but all I know is that I do have friends who do appreciate me for who I am doesn't expect me to change so like I'm just going to be the way I am because that's what makes me happy yeah yeah I feel like we've been we've been quite lucky in in that sense throughout school especially because um I feel like it's a very important thing to feel comfortable in who you are regardless of friends just you need to firstly feel comfortable with yourself because you can't please other people or make other people happy if you're not happy in yourself for a start so I think the fact that for both of us we've been able to feel very comfortable and not have to hide or act or put on a facade around who we actually are with our friendship group at school I feel like that's that's quite unique I don't think a lot of people can say that they have done that especially over a long period of time and with a consistent group of people and I think it's just it's on almost like mutual respect in that sense because I know for a fact that I wouldn't want you to have to feel as though you would put on some kind of facade and it goes vice versa you wouldn't want me to do that to you either so it yeah I feel like it's just it's very important and it can be hard for people and I'm not saying it's not hard because people just sometimes want to feel you know part of a group or just part of something and so they naturally just want to fit in and the way that they do that is to try and be as much as like the other people in the group are but Mm -hmm. sometimes you know having having lots of different people it makes it quite fun and entertaining which is I feel like what happened in our group like you said we're all so different but that can make it quite entertaining as well because it's never every day is never the same and something weird and funny happens all the time (laughs) that is so true (laughs) yeah like you said being comfortable in your own presence with your own presence is so so important and I think that's why I'm like such a big homebody I'm an extrovert but I'm also really comfortable with being by myself without you know feeling lonely and keeping myself entertained for so long it's because I'm really comfortable and I enjoy my own presence right there are people who think going to a restaurant by yourself and eating out by yourself or doing certain activities by yourself is like weird but I honestly could literally just walk into a restaurant by myself and eat without feeling like awkward or anything. It's just not such a big deal to me because I'm comfortable with being by myself. And you know, you know, like there are all those things about, um, you know, like when there's a group of three friends walking in a pathway and one has to like, you know, be left out or anything. I literally just voluntarily walk in front or walk behind and just like pop in my earphones and like listen to music or like, or just in front or behind without feeling like I'm being left out it's like me walking in front or behind isn't proof that they don't like me it doesn't tell me that um I'm left out of the group or like I'm not as loved like I know well and truly that I am loved and like they are my friends like that that literally doesn't 
you know, prove anything to me. So, um, yeah, I think people who do feel that way just kind of own it and don't make it so that you are left out, but you chose to walk in front, you know, you know, you got to take the lead. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Anyways, you guys, <laughs> that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening to On the Flip Side with your host, Minnie and Emily. In the next episode, we'll be sharing our viewpoints on health, including the importance of sleep, exercise, and eating habits. As always, you can head over to our Instagram page and follow us on ontheflipside.podcast. If you enjoyed and you'd like to help support us, please share it with your friends and follow us on Spotify. See you next time.